Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to The Hemp Show, the show that gives you access to the world of wholesale hemp, from raw materials to finished goods and everything in between. I'm your host, Mark Ristelli. Hello and welcome to the December Hemp Show powered by CanTrade. My name is Mark Ristelli. I'm the CEO of CanTrade and the host of The Hemp Show. Kicking off The Hemp Show today, we have Emily Gogol with Infinite Tree. Emily is a founder and the CEO of Infinite Tree, an agricultural firm focused on setting the standard for the hemp and marijuana nursery industry. As a scientist and business leader, Emily enjoys the rapidly changing cannabis industry and is passionate about growing the next generation of quality plants with an emphasis on responsible, sustainable practices developed through scientific research. Thank you for joining us and welcome to The Hemp Show, Emily. Hi, Mark, and everyone else on the call. Thank you so much for having me today and putting on this show for everyone. Um, So yeah, so my name is Dr. Emily Gogol. Uh, I run Infinite Tree, we're USD Organic Nursery, um, which Mark spoke to a little bit in the intro. So we really focus on best practices for delivering plants nationally. So that includes breeding plants to be best in class. So new, amazing, different cannabinoids and different ratios, terpenes, bud structure, you name it. So we really focus on that. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about those plants, um, the art of choosing in a very complex and rapidly changing hemp marketplace. Um, because if you don't have the right plants going into your products, it's really hard to make the right product uh, that not only meets your customers' needs, but also meets sort of your needs as a business person in terms of the return on your investment from that plant. So it's really important to start off with high quality plants that meet your needs in terms of their um, ability to produce the cannabinoids, the terpenes, or not produce the things, let's say, that you don't want in your product. So um, that's going to be my talk for today. So I'll get started. It is a couple PowerPoint slides, but definitely everyone feel free to ask questions in the chat. And then I believe Sarah will relay the questions to me. Um, that's going to be me. It's going to be you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I can me. answer your questions during the talk. So please ask a lot of questions. Um, and then we do have a couple of products for sale on Canatrade, which is an amazing platform, both organic limited edition hemp flower um, and 
are nursery plants that you can learn more about. But uh, I'd love to just talk a bit about plant genetics and how important they are for, for you to make your business successful in product creation. So I'm going to switch over to slides right now. So I'm going to talk about the art of choosing in a rapidly expanding hemp marketplace. My name is Dr. Emily Gogol and I run Infinite Tree. So choice allows us to be the architects of our future. And there's a lot of important choices that you need to make before you even create your, whether you're creating a gummy or a craft flower or a, a tincture, all along that product supply that you have to make as a business person and as a consumer if you're buying those products as to what you want to support and what you want to ingest in your body. But it all starts with the plants initially and then builds from there. So I'm going to talk about those choices that, that affect the later steps down the supply chain today. So the first question people want to ask when they're creating products or purchasing products is what products do I want to buy or create? The second is what plants or products along the supply chain are most suited to create those products. And then how do you keep your competitive advantage in this space? This is more of a talk for folks that are looking to create products, but it also can help inform the consumer as to like, what products do I want to buy? Who do I want to support? Um, are these ingredients ethically sourced and they're good for my body? Um, so I'm going to focus on these topics today. Um, so what products do you want to create or what products do you want to ingest? And the first thing I always tell people is quality in, quality out. That is in every field. If you're bringing in low quality isolate or not pure isolate or distillate into your product line, it's going to have effects on how that product tastes and feels. Um, any kind of product chemist will tell you about uh, texture and aroma and flavor and how those can all be affected by the different additives that people are putting in their tinctures, their balms, their mints, their gummies, and how that affects the product at the final the final stage. It's kind of like if you add corn syrup to everything, everything tastes like corn syrup, right? So, and people do that to hide the other flavors, the off flavors and tastes that are in there. So as a reminder, everyone needs to start with a quality in, quality out. So when you buy whole ingredients that have all of the terpenes and cannabinoids in the ratios that make sense for your product and for your body, it can lead to a higher quality product, especially if it's formulated properly with the right sugars and waxes uh, and fats, depending on what the product is. So from the very beginning, you should pay attention to what's going into your products, whether you're the business person creating it or the consumer purchasing it. Um, so with that, like what plants are best for my products? Right now, we're seeing huge um, increases in the amount of flour, of all consumption, really, of cannabinoid products in the marketplace. This is just shown by cannabis consumer spending growth uh, by industry type in North America. And these authors of this study believe it's a reflection of the increasing social acceptance of cannabis. I would say it's because there's a lot of great products coming online. So people want to purchase more interesting um, products that meet their lifestyle. So flour is still a huge market. So a lot of plants that are being grown in the United States are being grown for craft flour, which is a different product market than an edible or concentrate where that flour is going to be broken down into its constituents. So you have to think, am I growing for all four of these different industry types or one of them? Um, and how do, how do the supply, how does my supply chain reflect that? What plants am I getting? How am I processing those plants? How is that product then being processed into one of these final types for the marketplace? But it's important that if you 
want to have a quality craft flower product, you shouldn't probably be using a biomass optimized plant that would go more for the edibles industry. So what would be considered a quality product for going for an edible may not be considered a quality product going for the flower craft market. So you have to keep that in mind. Um, Also, as a consumer, you don't want to pay a ton of money for something that's larfy biomass that really should have gone for an edible um, we really want to spend your dollars on a craft flower that's beautiful and sparkly and delicious um, and meet your needs as a consumer. Uh, and part of that are terpenes. Um, to, to talk a little about this right now, you can, hemp has a limited amount of terpenes. They're the smells, the aromas, they contribute to the taste of the products we enjoy. Everything from a gummy to a craft flower these days has terpenes in it. Sometimes they're naturally derived from hemp. Um, sometimes that labeling is on your package. There are hemp varieties. We provide some hemp varieties that have up to almost 4% terpenes, which is amazing for hemp. We went from almost 0% terpenes in hemp to up to 4% in just a few years of breeding work. Um, so having those amazing smells of clove or, uh, cinnamon or things like lemon and citrus and a little gas, we can now get those up to higher percent, similar to the rec marijuana industry in hemp but it's really challenging and those products are rare and they're more expensive to produce. So you wouldn't want to use that necessarily on a concentrate unless you were able to bring along those terpenes for your concentrate. Um, But there are a lot of really high value, amazing concentrates on the market that start from plants that have all of these, have many delicious terpenes present. They make sure they bring them along in the processing of that plant. And then they produce an amazing extract that's got all those aromas naturally in it. Uh, to that, I'll note, you can purchase terpenes derived from hemp separately. Some companies are now purchasing terpenes and adding them back to their products, spraying them on, mixing them in. Um, so just be aware that um, they're being applied to products. And then they can also be derived, as you can see from this graphic, from the things where they get their name or their representation, really, like linalool from, from lavender, pine from pinene. You can um, extract these terpenes from other plant uh, materials well, and it's legal to add them back into hemp. So just be aware of where your products are coming from and know that these are kind of the flavors that really help give that extra, um, deliciousness to hemp, uh, as opposed to just the grassiness that hemp without terpenes can have. Um, and if you want those in your product, you're going to have to either have them in the plants that you grow, which is probably the least expensive way to go about doing it, like the most bang for your buck, and then preserve them along the supply chain. Adding them back in later can get very expensive depending on what you want to do. Um, with that being said, how does this relate to your competitive advantage for the products that you're creating? What makes your product stand out? And I just put these graphics up here to remind everyone that we've had a lot of change in this industry as to what defines quality and what defines legal quality, right? You know, we have a lot of state laws and, and how they intermesh with federal laws really depends on what products are being able to be brought to market. Um, so I've got CBG listed here. There was a very large, a much larger percentage this year of the farmers in the United States grew CBG crops. Some states I heard, uh, based on the farmers I work with, that they were almost entirely CBG states because of the state laws. And that really restricts your access to quality products if they're only CBG products. That really limits what you can get and how expensive they're going to be. So Um, as a consumer of those goods, think about how much you're paying for something and why you want to pay so much for it. 
And as a business person, how does that make you more competitive? You have to understand your the legal framework in your state, how it relates to federal law, where you're moving your goods. And does it make sense to pay a lot of money for, for example, CBG, uh, everything from plants to isolate for your products? Um, are you going to be able to convince consumers that they've never had CBG before that they want CBG? It's kind of like relearning CBD. So we're seeing how that's playing out in the marketplace right now. And I'm sure folks at CanTrade have uh, much more insight uh, about that than I do. Um, very popular. Yeah, it's very popular. Yeah. But it's definitely, you know, our farmers getting their return, our, our distribution companies getting their return for what they paid for all that CBG. So we'll see. The O Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd, and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O Cannabis Industry Awards. For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, go to ocannabis.com. That's O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z.com. It's definitely a long, long subject, but uh, it's it's still more about the adoption of CBG as into the market. Um, so it's still relatively new. So although a lot of people are growing it, uh, the market and the end user has not necessarily matured. Right. But like I said, that's a very long conversation we could dive into there. But keep 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 going. Yeah. So I say that because I've got the Forbes up there that like it's gotten a lot of press, and but a lot of the minor cannabinoids are starting to get press as well. And some of the minor cannabinoids like CBC, which I'll talk about in a second, um, are already part of the plant's natural profile. Um, and we need to educate consumers more about how it works in their body and help farmers grow crops that are profitable for them. So that's primarily what I do. So I just say fear is a liar. A lot of farmers grew CBG out of fear this year. I hope it works out for them, but, um, it, you should never like enter into a, a farming or like distribution situation where you're so afraid of the state laws and how they work on your property or with your products that you're, you're just going to do something out of like fear. Um, so, so Emily, I want to, I want to let you know. So we got about three minutes left. I want to make sure oh. that we cover uh, yeah. 15, 15 minute, minutes goes by quickly, but I want to make sure we cover specifically about your products as well. Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's get back. So yeah. So shifting over to, yep. what we do is we create new plants that create new profiles for cannabinoids and terpenes, new, better understood yields, better bud structure and deliver them to the market. So you can buy plants from us. And then we also do a very limited craft flower productions. These are things that are cultivation classic, for example, winners that we have access to through our research partnership with East Fork cultivars. Um, so it's a very exclusive, small, limited production that we do. I don't like to compete with our customers on the flower market. We're really about providing those plants. So We've created new varieties that have things like CBC, for example, um, and we really work to develop um, the data set behind those plants so farmers can feel confident about the products they're going to get at the other end, what their yields are going to be, and then how they bring that to market. It makes our farmers happy. It makes their processing partners happy, whether it's pre-rolls, smokables, or extracts, um, although we primarily breed for the smokable flower market. Um, it just helps everyone be more successful if they know what they're getting and it's backed by good data. So um, we primarily create USD organic uh, nursery products. We do a limited release of craft flour, like I said. Uh, it's 
very exclusive and delicious flower. Um, I hope everyone enjoys it. We've gotten a lot of good feedback from it, but like I said, primarily we're breeders. So you can work with us to create plants that meet your needs. So um, we're really focused on that. So you see a photo of our Oregon guava here, uh, just a bud photo. Uh, and then we do carry varieties that have been winners in the cultivation classic, the blue orchid from 2019 and the Oregon guava. We're developing new varieties along those lines. We really focus on delivering um, the data set to our customers and being there for them as a nursery provider. Um, and we specialize in organic production. So we try to be responsible to the environment. It's important to us. We were one of the first nurseries certified uh, because of this. We're really committed to that. We're on the Applegate River in a beautiful valley in Southern Oregon. Um, we try to follow uh, above and beyond the sustainable practices that organic standards dictate for our nursery and our craft flower production. Um, so with that, Mark, I'll take your questions. That's well, that, that's great. Honestly, we don't, we, you covered, you covered so much and we've actually, we've run out of time. So don't have any more questions for you, but no, this is very good. So my, my takeaway from all of this is that if you're looking for a unique product, a unique plant formulation that, you know, go talk to Emily, Emily's the scientist behind this, and this is what they do for a living. So when you're thinking about things like CBG, THC, or any of the minor cannabinoids, um, you know, you're the, you're the people to go to. Is that about right? Yep. And we're, I'm happy to talk about that and talk about our methods and what our program is developing. Um, so yeah, definitely send me a note and love seeing you guys all on the can trade marketplace. Very cool. So if you're interested in connecting with Emily and infinite tree, please add them to your network on can trade. You can also place orders and ask questions directly from the infinite tree wholesale store posted in the webinar chat, also in the can trade feed and in the podcast and YouTube show notes. Thank you again, Emily. Thanks for having me. Have a good rest of the morning, y'all. Excellent. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has can of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects network. Network.